Hello again. I haven't been here for a while and I thought I should tell you why. It all started when I recorded Sean from the podcast No Totally for the Blind Panels podcast. We had a great interview and then I lost it. It's a lost episode. The entire thing was wiped from memory in a way that I couldn't reverse. So besides the fact that I felt so bad that it vanished, I also felt that I felt inauthentic in doing this podcast, the Blind Panels podcast, for a few reasons. One is because of my accent. I feel too self-conscious when I talk. So, you know, at least I feel inauthentic when I talk because I think about how you hear me and the fact that you can't really, you have to translate in your mind to understand what I'm saying. And the other reason is that I created a comic book store for the blind, the visually impaired, called Comics in Power. And we talk about this on the podcast, but at the end of the day, I can see. So anytime I talk about it, about the comic book experience, I feel inauthentic. So I feel I'm giving you an inauthentic experience, and that's a bad thing. So I took the time the dead space that was created by the missing podcast to create something new, which is what you've been listening to over the last two weeks. You're getting a lot less of me and you're getting a lot more authentic voices. We've got Colleen's Comics Journal and we've got Eric's Comics Journal and they are both in the very cool and vastly different ways going through dozens of comic books and just audio blogging their lives and their journey into audio comic books. I told them they can say anything they want. They can say the comics are bad. They can say that they didn't read comic books this time. They can say that they just want to skip to the next one. They can say they can say that, you know, this kind of thing isn't working and that they want something else. They can say anything they want. And you know what? It is so much better now, in my opinion. And I'm glad to be relatively out of the picture. Um, I still get the podcast. I clean the sound. I add the music. I send it off to Jeff to get published. I write the names of the podcast and the, and the show notes and so on. But you don't hear my voice as much. And that's good. You will still hear me occasionally, because not because you miss the accent, but uh, like today, for special cases and for special interviews, I'm going to look less for interviews and going to try and find really uh, special interviews. But in this case, this is something different. So let's change gears for a second and talk about that, because a couple of weeks ago, I invited Chad Allen, a.k.a. The Blind Magician, who has been on the podcast before, to talk as part of the now-classic Justice League slash Avengers Summit we had on Blind Panels uh, right after the elections. It was about minority geeks and what a Trump presidency would mean to them. But I also wanted him on the podcast because in his comic book, Unseen, it takes place in the future, in, I think in 2019, where Trump is already president 
for a few years. And at the time, I told him, what if Trump doesn't win? No one's going to remember what you're talking about. No one's going to know what the wall is. Uh, and he said, no, no, just keep it in. Kept it in. And now, apparently, it's prophetic. Anyway, so that's something we will talk about now, a bit in the beginning, about the election, and at the end, about how it would affect his writing, the comic book, now that things have changed. But that's not actually why I brought him on. I'm going to let you find out that part for yourself. So let's listen to my talk with Chad Allen. So, how have you been lately? Uh, everything's been great. Um, school's been going well for uh, Little Man. Mm-hmm. And um, just uh, magic's plugging away and living my life in L.A. Cool. Very nice. Yeah. What about you? How's the kiddos? Uh, the kiddos are good. Good. Everything's good. Slightly hectic with a job. Yeah, um, what's the new job, right? I had a new job. I lost. I lost the new job because because of the Brexit. Uh, the world of uh, high tech startups is uh, is problematic, uh, and wow. so if you have an investor from um, from the UK and suddenly the Brexit uh, makes the pound worth so much less, then um, you've got a problem. So it's okay. I still have my regular job, but I had a job. I lost a job. Things are hectic, so that's a, a hard thing to do um, and to balance. But I'm, I'm so kind of, yeah. Is comic, comics and power holding in there? It is. It's 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 going slowly, but you know, uh, the daily newsletter is the main thing that suffered because uh, for a few weeks there were no daily newsletters, and then uh, uh, now they're coming back, and I'm I have great plans for the podcast requires less effort on my end and actually a better podcast so uh, that's great plus today we released uh, uh, the summit we were talking about um, the the talk and, okay, great. and you know uh, more comic books are being uh, worked on and I'm and I'm working on the comic book app which I hope we let uh, Marvel and DC uh, in. So let's see how that goes. Very cool. I think that's awesome. And that's it. So now we are... I'm recording this, all right? I'm recording okay. it. And I'm looking for, like, we're going to do two segments. Like, if you want... If there's anything you feel you want to say about... Trump winning from not from a political point of view, but from uh, like, um, do you think it would influence the rights of, say, the blind or the visually impaired? Because we talked about all kinds of minorities in last uh, um, podcast. Gotcha. Well, I mean, my position, I think, 
uh, is the same as most people that did not vote for Trump, which is just basic shock. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just in a state of, wow, that really just happened. And I think some people are having emotions um, as intently as they did during 9-11. And then there's uh, all bunches of gradations in between that. And, um, you know, for me, I, I still am not sure where I sit. Uh, as a person with a disability, I also don't know um, exactly uh, what the plan is. I think Trump has demonstrated himself as a bit of a chameleon. So I think none of us, Republicans, Democrats, Americans, foreigners, uh, nobody really knows what's about to happen. All right. Okay. By the way, you should listen to, to the stuff they talked about in the it's the last blind panels. It just came okay. out. <coughs> they delve into yeah, it. I- Really interesting stuff. I would, I'd be curious to see where, you, where what everybody said re- with regard to this, because yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a whole new world and uh, something that I think everybody just needs to learn how to get uh, a little bit used to. But then a lot of listening is going to happen in order to prepare for however they are going to act. Um, as you've seen, there's been a lot of protest mm-hmm. um, in the United States. Um, you know, on the thousands of people nationwide, I believe. And um, I think that's ultimately a good thing. I think it's the youth exercising their political rights that they um, are still not completely familiar with. And um, it's just all part of the political process. Is it it's the not youth? like Obama wasn't protested when he was elected either. You know, it's just it is what it is. Yeah. Is it the youth right now who are protesting? I mean, I believe for the most part, um, it seems as if it's millennials. I mean, I'm sure there is a mixed bag. Um, and I mean, I can't, I can't quantify it statistically for mm-hmm. you necessarily. Um, that's your impression. That's my impression. Yeah. Is that I think it, I think at least initially it was sparked by a reactive, you know, younger generation uh, coming out of the universities, I think, is really where it began. And now, as it evolves, day five, day six, day seven, it morphs into other things, probably on a daily basis. Hmm. All right, we'll see what happens. <coughs> All right, so next thing you you wanted to talk to me about. Um, about making the website more accessible to the sighted. Um, and and I, I thought we should recall this conversation because there might be a use for it. We might want to let people vote or something. Okay. Um, so, um, so, just a little bit of background. Comics in Power... Uh, is an accessible comic book store for the blind and the visually impaired. And it used to be just a regular website with a store where you could buy comic books in audio and listen to the previews and so on. And uh, a couple of months ago, I turned it dark so that if you can see, you can't see the website. It can only be heard through assistive technology. Like there's there's a picture that explains that this this is what happened and there's a, a link if you're cited you can click on it 
But basically, that's it. It's not, if you're sighted, you would have a really hard time browsing and a really hard time uh, buying a comic book, an audio comic book. And you said... I, I was kind of curious about where the direction of the blackout was going, whether um, it was going to be a permanent um, type thing or were you going to use it as a, you know, somewhat of a political statement and then, you know, from there, uh, you know, move forward into allowing maybe some sort of mixed accessibility. I will say the first thing that I responded to it was certainly positive. I think it's very interesting to click, if you are sighted, click here. I think that is very interesting to to have um, a box like that somewhere on the internet. Um, I think that holds its place. I think it's it has value. Um, but to not allow um, sighted people access uh, to the site, I think maybe for the most part, um, is is confusing to a lot of people instead of necessarily delivering the message um, you know of potentially what you're trying to say um, there are family members and friends of course that I would like to have read the comic and yes the accessibility has been a barrier and that's been um, very interesting for us to sit down and talk about that mm-hmm. Um but again, I would still like to have a way uh, to give them access to the comic itself. So, um, you know, there's really no way to access it, or at least at the time that we discussed it, with um, with an iPhone. And you yeah. needed to really hit a select all uh, type of a situation with your uh, uh, keypad. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that is still how it's um how it's working out well first of all that's how it's working out it's basically black text of a, a black background so okay. anyone sighted can't see it but accessible technology it's you know black right that's nothing so so yeah um the way to see it if you're sighted is a to use accessible technology or b on a some sort of pc just click on the mouse and then click control a and then you can see it highlights all the text and that works on every page and you can do anything then now i can tell you that the website was it it is a statement and that's why i did it and i think it's an important statement it's not a statement to keep forever but but um mo most people for whom it is intended have not yet seen it. Right. And I can tell you that having it dark is a good way to get the people for whom it is intended to see it. Because the second it went dark, people started covering a comic book store for the blind. And before, they didn't. So we got a lot of interesting articles, a lot of uh, attention, and I think it's just the beginning. Um... Just because the website went dark. Not because you and Pranav had comic books. Uh, you won the competition and you had comic books um, on the website, which I thought is the big draw. The big the, That's the excuse for people to come, but the big draw is actually that there's a dark website, which is not intended for people to see. 
Yes. And at least for now, I think, you know, it, it is really tempting to 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 do something which is intended for everyone. This is not just intended for the blind, the visually impaired. It's intended for everyone. I hope that in a couple of years, uh, people will get used to seeing or to, 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 to a, a comic book or to listening to a comic book audibly without seeing it. That that is an option. People can listen to comic books on the way somewhere. Um, it is a better way for, um, for independent comic book companies, which are small and it's really hard and expensive to, to do all the drawings. It's a way for them right. to break in if it's acceptable that this is how people listen, uh, read comic books. But we're not there yet because in all the time, now it's, it's been a year, I think, that Comics in Power has been online. We have had zero people who are cited by a comic book. Zero. Um, because Actually, I know of one. Really? Yes. So I don't know. For yes, a friend of mine uh, was on his or her keyboard mm -hmm. and went through the site and purchased my comic book. And that person was cited. All right. So, so there is one. All right. This is what you just changed my entire statistics then. <laughs> um, yeah, but he bought it because yeah, when, you're his when, friend. When, uh, when Unseen first came out, mm -hmm. um, I know of, of one person that went through the process. The rest of my family and friends were highly confused and, and how to access the material. And they spent you know, the time that they did, and they were excited for me and, and uh, happy. Um, but you know, the, the technical glitch uh, moved them on to another thing until we talked about it the next time. And some people have received access to that comic book uh, now. But from the initial uh, rollout of uh, Unseen Issue 1, um, one of the purchases that are in there, yes, is a sighted person. All right. Well, that that changes my statistics. But, but that, that person is a friend. He's a yes, friend of yours absolutely. and he wanted to buy yes, a comic book. Someone that did it um, in support of me. Right. And, you know, went through the comic book and enjoyed it immensely. That's Had a great. good time. Thought it was an interesting um, experiment. And, um, you know, it reminded him of uh, radio serials, which is something that we've talked about in the past before. Mm -hmm. um, that it's that audible type experience where the imagination, you know, kicks in. Um, almost, like a, almost like a haunted house that's completely dark, Right. It's right. probably the scariest thing in the world because it's all in your head. Anything is possible. And that's what makes it immensely scary. Right. Anything can be under the bed. Anything can be in the Any closet. Yeah. Anything can be right in front of your face. Mm -hmm. Whatever your fears are, that is what's in the darkness. <coughs> yep. Um... So so anyway, by the way, did he did he get uh did he have troubles listening to panels and uh, pages and so on, or did you get used to it very quickly? Uh, you know, he is a, a somewhat of a technophile, so um, you know, it was pretty effortless. He didn't right. seem to uh, discuss the um, technical difficulty of accessing the material. Mm -hmm. um, he just kind of went in and um, followed the instructions. Once he could see. 
and he was in and he was through. He found Unseen and uh, purchased it. Excellent. Great. Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, to the point, I know how strange it is and uncomfortable it is for, or I can imagine, that your family has a hard time buying your book because you you create a comic book and you want your family and they want to buy it. They want to see it. They want to support you doing it. Um, yes. So I know how uncomfortable that is. And the first time you asked me about that, I thought about it for days. And <laughs> at the end of the day, I thought it was... it. Like I started saying before, it is better that it it is really tempting to to appeal to everyone because this should appeal to everyone. But when you appeal to everyone, uh, it is it is hard to get seen. And right now, what Comics in Power needs is to be seen. It needs to be noticed. I mean, and. And because it needs to grow its space, because the more people I have buying comic books, the more comic books I can give you. And the more power I have with Marvel and DC to say, hey, give us Spider-Man, give us Daredevil, give us Batman, give us, Spy uh, give us uh, Superman. And that right now, I think, is the most important thing. And people notice the website and remember the website a lot more than, the, than they remember that there is a comic book store for blind and visually impaired people. Sure. Um, so right now, you know, you have my, it's your right to do it anyway, but you have my permission, just send your, send the comic book to your family or to your friends or to anyone. When an author gets, uh, gets a book published, uh, she gets free, you know, she gets a few copies, which to give to families and friends and so on. Um, so I can't yeah. solve your problems, but I'm trying to solve the bigger problem. And I may oh, be yeah, wrong no, about I, this. And I, again, you know, I appreciate it. I'm not, I'm not opposed necessarily, um, to the, to the, uh, statement mm -hmm. that's being made by that. You know, again, um, the click here, if you are cited, uh, link, I would never get rid of that because I think that that for me as a blind person was a very interesting thing to read online because you always have the disability link that always separates you from, you know, the uh, standardized accessibility uh, or accessible functionality of the website in question, mm -hmm. whatever that is, whether it's a banking website, you know, or a shopping website or whatever. So to have that turned on its head, I think that is a statement in and of itself. And then the blackout statement is actually a, um, another statement as well. You know, and I think as an artist, as a creative, as someone who is interested in generating the weird and unusual, um, I have to support what you do because it's, it's a good idea. But at the same time, there are um, not consequences, but there are um, ramifications from that, sure. right? And so that's what's happening. And I guess if anything, it's just here's a report. And in some sense, it's working. 
And then the the negative aspect of you know people not necessarily being able to access the material as a secondary result that is happening too. So is there a way to do both maybe so that they can somehow feel the experience of what it's like to not have the accessibility then all of a sudden to to be transformed to have it and then hopefully gain from that experience in a greater way by accept, by having audible comics accessible to them for the first time you could take them through the entire emotion yeah of exactly. conflict to closure well, i didn't think about it like that that's a good point um so yeah it's a journey It is a journey. It's actually a journey for everyone who goes in, regardless of uh, where they come sure. from or what the condition is. Um, so listen, I think I think this, uh, you know, both sides spoke for themselves and let let people vote. You know, um, if you listen to if you're listening to this and you want us, you prefer one option to the other. Write in to comicsinpower at gmail.com and vote. Tell, tell me what you think. And, you know, I'll update in the future Blind Panels podcast. And we'll see what happens then. We'll see what people want. And in this case, the majority wins. No, actually, maybe it's a, it's a, maybe it's a dictatorial thing. We'll see. Hello. Nice. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to give you a pause there because that was like a good that was a good wrap up uh-huh. type uh, segment. So I was I, I wanted to make sure you had that uh, for your audio. But um, you know, as always, I, I appreciate I appreciate spending time with you. I really uh, th- this is something else that I definitely want to say mm-hmm. is I really appreciate um, the opportunity to express myself in comics. During this crazy political time in America. Oh, yeah. We, we didn't unseen. talk about this. You had Donald Trump as the president in Unseen One. Takes place in yes. the future. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so the story um, is it takes place during the last year of Donald Trump's second term as president. And so we are experiencing... year seven of J- Donald Trump through the fantastic stories that comic books provide right um, without knowing exactly what's going to happen from here to now and the fact that he is president has obviously changed how I'm going to write this completely mm-hmm. and so now I've had to reevaluate everything and I am waiting. With bated breath to see how things are going to turn out so that I in turn can internalize that and then express that through this story so I am very happy to have that as um, something creatively that I can express myself with now now hold on but at the same time first no changes to issue one uh, that's that's done but you oh, can... yeah no 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 I will yeah I I And I think that the way issue one is written 
is completely open mm-hmm. and um it, it i don't think there's any conflict whatsoever in the story no there is i think i'm right on track well we'll see with year seven or not but yes um um what i meant to say was no changes to issue one and i think you can try and do issue two before he gets to be president oh absolutely you know, it's almost can... done it oh, really, good. really is. Right. Uh, I know that my process is a little lengthy, but uh, at the same time, I'm—I mean, I am—I'm ninety percent of the way there. You're going to have a draft very soon. Good. It's important artistically. You know, you can guess, you can suppose, you can. Uh... Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, but um, I think I went in one direction, mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. um, with the story, and now it was like it hit me like a brick. Yeah. You know, I just. Now I'm I'm ready to create this world in a in a way um, mostly based on what is said because a lot of things that are said politically right now is um, we can only go by what he's said so far because he is a populist um, more independent I mean I know he's a Republican candidate or he was a Republican candidate but he's really an independent and with no political history or military militaristic history behind him, um, he's solely been a businessman. It's impossible to really understand, you know, the directions that he's going to go. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody's dealing with this big question mark, and uh, yeah, to to ex- to do it in an artful way is um, it's very uh, very cathartic. Uh, when I feel frustrated, when I feel angry, when I feel upset, I get inspired and I start writing. And, um, so, you know, so along with the magic, now I have, I have this and, uh, it's, it's wonderful. I really appreciate the opportunity. Like I said, that's great. It's good. And, uh, yeah. And, and one last thing about this is that when I, you know, after you won and when I was editing it, I said, what if Donald Trump doesn't win? Then no one is going to know what you're talking about. No one is going to remember him. And they're not going to know anything about the wall and so on. And you said, no, no, it's okay. It's just uh, a kind of a parallel universe thing. Yeah, and I know that traditionally it's bad to um, put, um, you know, popular uh, events or material in your content comedians talk about that a lot because it's dated like you could have an hour-long you know rant about ronald and nancy reagan and now it's irrelevant so there's certainly a danger to that and i i i saw what you saw as far as the pitfall was concerned you know um and i don't want to say that it worked out in my favor that he's president (laughs) because i did not vote for him um but now that we're dealing with the reality that it is, you know, art is that tool, that skill um, that you can implement and shape, um, you know, to talk about how you feel, you know, so it's something about yourself, but it's also something about the world around us, too. And um, he is definitely a uh, uh, thought-provoking individual. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> to be continued. Yes. 
and to be concluded eventually. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay. every good story has to have an ending, right? I certainly think so, yes. Not everyone agrees. Um, yeah, especially in comic books, sometimes stories don't have endings, but they should. Yes, I agree. Um, it's, you know, it's nice to put some of that to rest sometimes. Um, yeah. You know, how many times has Superman been killed off now? How many times has many. he been reborn? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. All right. Thank you very much, Chad. Thank you for this input and the conversation and doing it live, not live, live, but recorded and live on tape um, in front of a studio audience. And, <laughs> Always a pleasure. And, you know, I can't wait to see Unseen 2, too. All right. I hope you enjoyed the interview and I hope you enjoyed the conversation and I also hope you have an opinion. Tell me what your opinion is about the website. Should it be dark? Should it be inaccessible to the sighted? Or should it be seen once more and just look like any other online store? So let me know. Write to me. Write to me to comics in power, one word, comics in power at gmail.com and and say what you think. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Blind Panels. And I hope you keep enjoying the Comics Journal as well as the special interviews we're going to have. My name is Guy Hassan. Have a great day. And I will see you in the funny pages.